Welcome to the Sidious Mag Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Chavez. The Sidious Mag Podcast is presented by Garmin. This is a sponsor and product that I use daily. Garmin has released its latest round of Forerunner GPS running watches, and there's plenty to be excited about. The newest watches include the Forerunner 255, 255 Music, 255S, 255S Music, Forerunner 955, and Forerunner 9055 Solar. The Forerunner 255 family is the upgrade from the super popular 245. It's got all of your favorite functions from the previous edition and more battery life, Garmin Pay, and some cool features including a multi-band GPS, race day widget, and a morning report. So let's start with the multi-band GPS. This means that there's two signals from satellites coming down onto your watch to improve the GPS tracking so that your runs are more accurate with measuring the distance run and the pace that you're going at. The map also looks super clean once it shows up on Strava and Garmin Connect, so it shows that you're on the sidewalk and not in the middle of the ocean on those waterfront runs in the middle of the summer. The race day widget connects with the Garmin Connect mobile app and gives you a countdown to the number of days until your next race. It's got a pace pro feature that helps you stay on goal pace and factors in the race course if you load it onto the watch. They've got a projected race day weather forecast, and if you're up for it, they'll even suggest some workouts on what you should do for your next run to get you ready to hit your goals. It's fun and easy to get on your watch screen. The morning report is brand new and similarly gives you the day's weather, what you've got on your calendar for the day, and a recovery score that's pulled from your heart rate variability so you know how fresh you may feel for that day's run or workout and how you slept the previous night. For my triathletes out there, there's also a new triathlon mode so you can bike, swim, and run all during the same activity while logging your transition times. Take a look down at your wrist. You may have had that thing for a while. Treat yourself and upgrade today. Visit Garmin.com. And listeners, I have an update for you. Garmin has launched its summer sale. The Forerunner 255 Music is on sale for $399.99. They're also running sales on previous models of the Forerunner series this summer. So check those out today at Garmin.com. A moment now to shout out all of the supportive listeners that helped make this show possible. Many thanks to everyone who has backed us on Patreon. It seems like we've picked up several new followers, fans, and backers since the World Championships. You can catch all of our work from Eugene on YouTube, this podcast feed, Instagram, Twitter, and our newsletter. Our Patreon backers played a pivotal role in helping make all of it happen. So thanks everyone who has signed up in the past two weeks. I'd name you all, but it just takes way too long, and I'm sure everyone wants to get to this interview. If you want to join the loyal legion of backers that keep us going strong, sign up today at patreon.com slash Mag. On Patreon, you can donate anything from a dollar a month, and we even have some people who contribute 20 bucks a month. This all helps with travel, on-location coverage planning, editing, and so much more across all the different Sidious Mag shows. For those of you who are unable to commit to a monthly contribution, you can also make a one-time donation by sending any dollar amount over to Sidious Mag on Venmo. Consider Venmo like a virtual tip jar. We had a bunch of people chip in and send some tips on Venmo. Again, way too many people to name, but I appreciate the generosity. And last but not least, I'm grateful for all of you who take a moment to shout out the podcast on your Instagram stories and on Twitter. If you enjoy the episode or have a big takeaway, let us know. And if you haven't already done so, consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes' Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Thanks, everyone, for your support. What you're about to hear is one of the many interviews that we recorded on Sidious Mag Live during the 10 days of the World Championships. It was our daily show on YouTube where we kicked back and chatted with some of the biggest athletes and personalities from the sport in our own backyard in Eugene, Oregon. If you want to watch the video for this interview, I've included it within our show notes. You can also find a whole playlist of the Sidious Mag Live shows on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe on there because we're planning to do more of these in the future at other major meets and events. So on behalf of me, my co-host Kyle Merber and John Anderson, as well as my producer, Mac Fleet, thank you for listening. What is up, everybody, and welcome to day eight of Sidious Mag Live at the World Athletics Championships. Chris Chavez here with Kyle Merber and John Anderson, and we're going to get right into it with our guest. We've got a, a recurring guest here with uh, World Championship bronze medalist uh, Trevor Bassett coming back for some more. He texted me. He's like, oh, uh, Rice said he's coming through. Do you guys want me back? I'm like, we'll always take you, Trevor. So, Trevor, thanks for, for joining us again. And then, of course, we've got world championship silver medalist and also uh, Olympic silver medalist, Rye Benjamin, and, the uh, pride before we get into it, of Mount I think Vernon. there's another call it, right? We got a gold uh, in the 4x4? Yeah, That's right. Four yeah, Olympic four. gold medal in the 4x4. Yeah. 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 In the relay. 
mm. <laughs> which should count just which should as count. much. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but we don't give you one fourth of the medal, right? They give you no, the whole medal. The whole medal. Yeah, that's a magic. Yeah. Should we just start there? I, y- we were just talking on air yeah. right before we. You, you're saying that sometimes you just tweet, you know, questions out into the abyss, and people take it as a like, trolling or something. Yeah, it's crazy. So I like tweeted. I was like, "Why do we not celebrate relay medals?" And it just like turned into a whole like bash party. And I was just like, what's going on here? Like I literally was just asking a genuine question and it just turned into like this whole like thing. And I was like, all right, like this is not, it's not even that serious. But I mean, I feel like we should take it because other countries like, you know, they come here and you know, this is a mixed relay or four by four is like their one shot of um, getting a medal. And like they go home and it's like, they're walking on freaking, a gold carpet like it's just like mm-hmm. they just worshipped but here it's just like oh yeah we got a gold like it's expected so who was coming at you the most aggressively was it other countries or americans <laughs> it's like mostly americans i get like a lot of i have a lot of trolls a lot of in trolls. Houston. yeah well houston yes the <laughs> astros they hate me i hate them they're cheaters i don't really care <laughs> they can come at me um but i got a lot of trolls like i had this this one person dm me this morning was like I hate the fact that you're so happy. Like you should be upset and looking for revenge next year. I'm just like, dude, like it's really not that deep. But yeah, it's really not. So this was not prompted because you didn't feel like you were getting proper adulation for being a really gold medalist. It was just, hey, how come we don't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like genuinely like yeah. an innocent question. Like I feel like a lot of the times, I mean, we obviously do well. I mean, our four by fours have been doing well four by ones like we're getting it together and i just feel like those guys deserve the praise like it's you still made a team like you still made the final like you got selected for a team a lot of people don't have that experience and a lot of people don't get to experience that so i just feel like it it's still very much important to celebrate those guys because like they still worked hard you know they still got up every single day they still you know put the hours in okay they didn't get top three but still like we're putting our four best guys out there in the world like not in yeah the u.s in the world and we're winning medals so i feel like that should be men and women should be celebrated and and yet if you drop the stick the right. relay is the most important thing ever said, yeah <laughs> right I know. then all of a sudden it's just like how could you screw it up everybody's got an idea how right. to fix it right, right? Every, everyone has an opinion everyone has an opinion and i always say like unless you're out there like just don't talk because you don't know what's going on <laughs> like even a lot of them ran in high school yeah yeah i that's true (laughs) true they did but like this is like a different beast in itself and like one thing that i hated like this weekend or last weekend when um our mixed relay everyone's like oh we should have done better blah blah blah, and whatnot and you know it's it's allison's like last chance to get a medal and stuff like that and kennedy flannel was on it and it's like Here's a uh, a young lady that's like ran extremely well all year, like from December till like basically what Trevor did from December till now, and you're yeah, it's a lot of pressure to hear like yeah this is Allison's last ra- Allison <laughs> don't mess this up she'll be okay this is Allison yeah Allison's fine but I just <laughs> I just hated seeing like everyone like like mm-hmm. just say all that stuff about her and i was just like dude like just leave her alone like yeah, well, we came yeah. out in front of him we were just like the team that ran ran re- really well they did all that they they could it was just sort of that uh it, the other teams i think maybe took it a bit well our team took it seriously too but the other teams definitely fielded some you know bigger a-list names yeah. on those relays and yeah especially to kennedy simon i think we, we even like shared a clip it was like don't i said final Oh, it's there's all good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's two Kennedys yeah. on that team. Yeah, that's why you can't I, falter. Yeah, I do yeah. think this whole thing kind of stems from the idea, like you guys go to practice and you have friends and you get to talk about track all the time. Like it, you know, very easy. But for other people, there's not really that many forums to just discuss running openly or whatnot. Right. So then, when you ask for a question like that, all of a sudden, like there's an opportunity to interact with other fans and have right. this debate and whatnot, and like. You know, it's not like you can Google the answer to that question. Right. It is exactly it, it's a, a question for people to then have a dialogue following up. But I think that there's a little bit of an absence in the sport of just like, let's just talk about track. Yes. I mean, we see it on like our live chat 
right now on YouTube, we'll just be talking, you know, about this, and people will be discussing the two hundred last night, just because yeah. finally they're in with like a thousand other people right. who want to talk about track. Right. So, you know, it's interesting that you are so open to like having conversations. With yeah, I like am. That. I am. I am. It, as long as it's respectful, you know, like if I like what we're having right now, like we're having a dialogue, like. If I'm on Twitter, I feel like people get on Twitter and it's just like, yeah, I got a battery in my back, so I'm just going to go at this kid. And right. it's just like, dude, I like literally could care less <laughs> about it. Like, let's just have a conversation and let's just move on. Like, it's never that's it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Let's just have a respectful conversation. Like, I will not yell, yell at you. I'm not going to engage. But at the same time, sometimes I got to be like. I, I gotta like check some people sometimes because it's like, all right, like <laughs> I'm not a punk, like you know, like come on. You pick one person, you're like, one I'm person, coming for yeah, you. yeah. And that's Just one person, and that's Plumbers it. But 27, I'm out for you. Yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, become sure. Um, but you won't be on this relay because when uh, we sit here, it's not that cold that it requires long underwear, but you got yeah. one leg on D. So yeah. uh, you come out with a silver, but you came up banged up. Yeah. So first, tell us about the medal, because it was a heck of a race, and different Man. than the race plan going in. It was very, it was, so full disclosure, Trevor and I talked about the race the day before, mm -hmm. and that's like part of the reason why I'm like, so I was so excited, because we were at, we were at dinner? I think it was after dinner. We were, sit, we were yeah. sitting by like the in the lobby yeah we were sitting in the lobby i'm just like dude like they're gonna go tomorrow like you just gotta fucking send it like it's just gonna be a send like seriously like and then he was just like yeah you're right like <laughs> i just i don't want to see him until like hurdle eight so i'm just gonna go and like fast forward i mean a couple minutes later actually like he was just like you know it's crazy like my coach said this shows me the text message and i was just like Dang, like that gave me like goosebumps. Then previously, like I get to world championships, the Olympics, like you're focused on yourself, but for some strange reason, yeah, this is what I want. I was like, I was, we were at the practice track and I go like, Hey, you want to do some starts with me? And I don't know why, I just don't know why I did it. Like I went to coach Hayes and I was just like, I don't know why I did that. But like, it just felt like the right really thing. Even like, like him, it felt like the right. It felt like the right like thing to do. Bill, yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> we all have a soft spot yeah. for Travis. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'll do some starts with him. Do a couple starts, and like we spoke after, and he was just like, yeah, man. Like I've been writing my own workout plans. I was like, what the hell do you mean you've been writing your own workout plans? And like you're on a U.S. team. Like that's it was just mind-boggling to me. And then he was just like, yeah, like. I've been coaching myself, writing my own plan. So I was just like, okay, wow. Like that is impressive to do that and to run 47 mid, 47 low. Like, oh, that's my medal. It's the second <laughs> time it fell. That's my medal? Maybe just put that on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time it fell. It fell at Pepe here, and Gianni's the other okay. night. Mine fell on national yeah. television. You're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so... Yeah, fast forward, we had that conversation that night, and we're just like, dude, like, you just got to send it. Like, it's just going to be a send. I'm down in three, no man's land, you're out in eight. Like, it's better than being in one for sure. Um, I don't know how we got those lane draws, but it just, we were trying to, like, decide, like, how did they, how did they, like, scramble us all over like that? Like, how did I get three, and I got a big Q, and you had a, I had a big he Q. had a big Q, and he was out in eight, and I was like, okay, that makes no sense, but anyway. <laughs> So gun goes off, Carson's like out, like a bat out of hell. And like, I knew he was going to do that because like, obviously like three races, three high quality races, like I've been there, like, so I know like how he gets out and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to stay as close as I can to him because my leg hurts at this point because I set my blocks, I did my push out and I was like, damn, like they had to sit for too long. So like, I didn't have enough circulation like so it was just it was just it was just rough so i take the first hurdle and i was like all right cool and then i take the second hurdle and i'm like i'm in trouble like this thing hurts a lot and like your body just kind of like wants to go into like reserve mode and i think i kind of did that and he they got away from me so i get off hurdle three and i'm just like fuck like i'm losing like this is bad like I'm literally like I have 
I'm in a I'm in a predicament right now. And the same time I thought that, the crowd goes, USA, you and I was just like, all right, screw it. Race plan out the window, twelve step to five, twelve step to six. And I was like, I'm gonna run the hell out of this curve. And like literally I just went blank. And I ran the fastest curve. I was like at eleven seven on the on the turn. It was something stupid. Yeah, I ran like eleven <laughs> seven on the turn and like literally we got square at eight and I was like, All right, just pass Carson, passed him and then I looked at the Santos and I was like, try to get him and I went, but it was like the weeks that I missed, like just not having the fitness and not having like the proper training and not hurdling, like I just was like, Yeah, I don't have anything left. So we're just going to stay right here for a second and try not to get. And I thought I got third, actually, because when I crossed the line, like I looked to my right and I was like, why is this French dude on the floor? And I thought he dipped me at the line. I was like, there's no way. But then I looked up and the the uh, the uh, results didn't populate correctly. And I was like, there's no way like the Santos won. But it said like someone else. I think it was like the the Turkish guy. Um, what's his name? Capello? Capello. It said Capello had won. And I was like, all right, this makes no sense. <laughs> so the Santos name populates, mine populates, and I'm looking and I see Trevor Bassett. And I was just like, what the hell? And Your I just ran. Off. Yeah. Headband came off, went <laughs> over, and I was just like, dude, like you've. It just, our conversation like flashed in my head, like that we had that night. And it was just like, man, just pure elation. Like, I was just genuinely happy for him. I was more happy for him than I was for my medal. And, like, I just ran a lights out race. So it was just, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. I think one of the funniest things, looking back at the video of you tackling me, is you tackle me, we dap each other up. And I left him on the floor. And then I go, I reach up. <laughs> I reach up a ride to help me up, and he just gets up and turned around. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> and I just, like, picked myself yeah. up off the ground. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I, I got, I got, I was getting crap for that yesterday. I was just like, you, you didn't even, a couple of my friends were like, you didn't even help him up. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Reggie, I'm sorry. White, Reggie yeah. White didn't help dude. Yeah. yeah. He's got it. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. What was the significance of the race plan 12 step? Like from a technical perspective, like you're talking, like yeah. you, you heard the USA chain and things changed. Yeah. So, I mean, like usually I go 13. So I go right all the way. But because and, it hurt. Was uh, it the right, like, no, so like the hurdles were coming up so fast because we were just blazing through to 200. I think Carson came through at like 21.5. I was like 22 low or 21.8 or something. Some It was something like that. So we were just, the hurdles were just coming up too fast. And my stride pattern was just not, it wasn't open enough for me to go. So I was chopping hurdles. And like as I chopped, it's like I'm putting all this pressure on the hamstring and it's just like, oh, don't do that. So it's like now I was just like, screw it. Like I just have to go 12s. And I, I don't really hurt. I hurdle with my left leg quite a quite a bit this fall because we were prepping for it. But I was like, nah, Coach Hayes. Like I just want to stay with the 12, the 13 step pattern. But then I was just like, I I gotta. I can't chop this last this next hurdle because then I'll be out of it for sure. So I just opened up and went 12 to five, and then went 12 again to six just to get back on the 13 on the 13 uh, stride pattern to come home so i literally just like was just like screw it like it's not working out this is like two hurdles now i've chopped and now like these guys are like there's i think there's a picture where like they're on the floor like they've already touched down and i'm still in the air and like you see it briefly because i'm down in three so i didn't know what they were doing on the outside so i was just i was looking at karsten and then once I clear, I like you hurdle, you kind of hurdle and like you, you look up a little bit and then you just look back to your lane. Well, that's what I do at least just to see where I'm at. And I was like, dude, like they're on the ground and you're still in the air. Like what's you're behind right now. Like you need to, something needs to change at this <laughs> point, obviously. Does Carson ever hook the hurdles? Or like, does that happen? Like, like no, I don't think he does because he goes. He's a left he's, leg. He's a left leg. Okay. So I, I, I actively like when I start, I gotta like, I start on the outside of the lane so that when I'm coming off coming off the turn, I don't hook. Because I got in trouble for that one time in high school, um, at it was New Balance Nationals in North North Carolina, NT, and um, 
I hooked the hurdle because I was on the inside and like it feels good but <laughs> like it, nah, nah, it feels good when you're running on the inside and you hurdle and it's just like oh yeah cool but like you're clearing it so high that it doesn't really matter but because your your trail leg is like so far on the inside of the hurdle they're gonna get you anyway so I try to stay on the outside of the lane so yeah technically I guess so after the Olympics Tyson was Neil, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, yes. That. He he tweeted <laughs> yeah, I like Tyson. that I actually <laughs> ran a longer race than Carson did in the four and hurdles because my my because my lead leg is my right leg and he technically ran a shorter race. This is the stuff that you kind of want to coach for, right? Like yeah, you know, I someone know, legs, someone right? to help yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, you know yeah. walk Trevor's through the side of stuff. Yeah. Honestly, you might have to. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> The Sidious Mag Podcast is also brought to you by Article One. Article One is an independent eyewear brand on a mission to create athletic sunglasses that transcend sport. As runners, the designers behind Article One had never found a pair of technical sunglasses that matched their style. So, they decided to make their own. Designed with your entire day in mind, Article One takes you from a long run in the morning to drinks on the patio to wind down in the evening. Their timeless silhouettes paired with technical components like adjustable silicone nose pads, polarized lenses and spring hinges create running sunglasses that stand alone. I run in Article 1's park frames in amber on my runs in Central Park. They're perfect for the summer with polarized lenses that block out 100% of UVA and UVB rays. When you're going fast, you hate when sunglasses start to slip or bounce around. That's no problem due to those silicone nose pads which adjust to any size. They also have ends that wrap around the ears for that little bit of extra grip. I also just rock these walking around the city and sitting poolside. They don't look like your typical running sunglasses. They've got the look of the type of sunglasses you'd pick up in a store in Soho. It's been a long time coming, but Article One just released their newest evolution of their active frames. Say hello to Clifford, the H, Baron, Emmeline, and Moon. Article One is offering 20% off to Sidious Mag listeners with code Sidious at checkout. Go to Article One, that's O N E, eyewear.com, and enter Sidious at checkout to save 20% today. Back to the show we go. So, what was it really? I guess, you know, we try our best. Like, we've been following and, and trying to get Trevor's story out there since the indoor season, but. Yeah. For you to kind of, what what was it that really kind of captivated you about Trevor's story and like how, in general, you know, this is, you know, a track and field like, you know, fan base platform. Yeah. And so, you know, to get it out to more people, if it really impacted you, I'm sure it would impact, you know, thousands of other people out there. So what can we do better with the storytelling? I mean, I feel like the storytelling is there. I just feel as though people engage with what they want to engage with. And I mean, it's not like our event is suffering right now. I think our event is like pretty, pretty hot. And it's just a matter of people wanting, people hearing the story over and over again and really paying attention. Like I, I think you get to these world champs and any other meeting, people are rightfully focused on the 100 and 200 because of course, like that's what people pay to see. Like, you know, like it's just a marquee event. Um, but I feel as though, you know, maybe I, I feel as though we could have done like as a country, we could have done a lot better for us, like from a marketing standpoint with these games coming up. Cause I was like, I was just thinking about it. I was like, yo, there's no commercial, like no one's really pushing like the fact mm -hmm. that us champs are here in America. Like no one's on billboards. Like it's not. There was just there's just no hype for it. I mean, we were hyped for it, but I just didn't see from a marketing standpoint, like from, you know, I mean, of course, like they they push it when it's when we have the meets here, like Randall's Island and whatnot. But like, I just feel like some like we didn't we yeah, we didn't do enough. We didn't do enough. So it's yeah. kind of like whose responsibility is that in a way? Yeah. It's uh, is it is it? The World Athletics, is it USATF? Is it the city of Eugene? Is it the shoe companies? Like, there's all these players, right, who are involved. Well, I, I I feel like Eugene did a great job because, like, if it's one thing people are going to do is show up to watch a track meet here. So I think that that in itself was great. Um, as far as, like, accommodating, like, a huge crowd, I think they did a great job. I think some people were, like, 
because on TV you see the morning sessions and the and the stands aren't like necessarily packed, but once you're in there, it, it's like insane. I was like, yo, if Eugene's packed like this all the time for every track meet, like I don't think anyone could ever beat Team USA ever in anything if we had like that energy. Like it was just so infectious. It was crazy. So you're a New Yorker, and I, if I you just mentioned Randall's Island, I yeah. I vaguely remember a tweet you saying that we need more. Yes. Uh, in New York yeah, specifically. We do. We do. <laughs> that's like, that's fun though. Like, you know, like you get to go to the city, hang out, you know, drive over to Randall's Island. Like it's right there. The Watt, the, the, the Hudson's right there. Um, like it's just, it's, it's cool. Actually, no, it's not the Hudson. East River. It's, yeah, I was going to let River. it go. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's East River. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool. The track is fast. Like Devin and Noah made everyone and put everyone on high alert that the track is fast so i just feel like it's it's we should do that more here like you know like i think it served everyone well because we didn't have to like go to europe acclimate come back and get ready i mean some people did that um rightfully so but it's just like we have the facilities here like why not use it so we saw you on your victory lap hand uh your singlet over to a kid and he gave you a t-shirt in exchange for it have there been any regrets so far of you know that singlet's value definitely not definitely not (laughs) i think the shirt was worth more but um no that was cool so this so he's every day he watched me warm up and he wouldn't say anything he was just like i don't know i no no he's like i would say he's probably like 18 19. okay so yeah 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 and um Every day he watched me like warm up and he wouldn't say anything. He would just look at me and give me a nod and I'd be like, and I was like, before my, before my final, I'm, I'm like talking to coach Hayes. I'm just like, yo, this kid has my uh, face on his shirt and it says, <laughs> it says Ry Benjamin for president. And I was like, in my head, I was like, if I medal, I'm going to go get that shirt <laughs> and I'm going to give him my Jersey and it just so happened on the victory lap, like he was right there and I was just like, I need that shirt. And I just took my jersey off, ripped my bib off, and like I was like, I took the shirt. That was it. That was pretty cool. Did he have a shirt but, on underneath or did he put No, nah, he was like it was like literally sweat to sweat. I was like, dude, you're getting the, this nasty jersey. <laughs> he gave it up, but he gave yeah, it up. Yeah, he gave it, like, yeah. He gave he took it off. I was just like, Yeah, cool. At that point I didn't care. Your next race, yeah. there's gonna be a whole set, you know, whole all sections two twenty seven is gonna have Rye Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that'd be great. You're gonna have one jersey. And Trevor's my uh, secretary of defense. That's <laughs> right. We've been over this. Got a job. I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all these people are like, cool. cool that's how I get yeah. that jersey now. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. First you know? day, let's say you're the track president. You know, yeah. We'll simplify because we don't get too heavy here. <laughs> First day, you're president of track and field. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you let's you're almost a dictator you can do anything anything what do you do to the sport to help it wow that's a thick question um first off i like i would open up more possibilities to be because i've been on the back end of it and i know like what it's like but i would try to open up the sport to more sponsors and not be limited like for instance usatf is sponsored by toyota i mean they do a fantastic job they do very well they you know treat us very well but at the same time it's like there are other car companies in america like chevy and i'm pretty sure they would want to get their hands on something i know i think we had bm was it was bmw a sponsor at one point is it i think so like no, it wasn't. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, let's assume they were. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'd, I'd do stuff like that. I mean, like, there's, there's just so much. It's like, yeah, it's man, that's a hard question. So that's a very hard question. Bring back the three hundred hurdles. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd never they lose. They do. <laughs> never lose. Yeah, I'd never lose. So, so oftentimes in those, you know, partnership deals, you know, they want access to the athletes right. and stuff. Do you think? You know, do you think the athletes would be more willing to be more accessible and, you know, do more events and more dinners and speaking and youth things? Or is I, it like athletes don't money really... talks, bullshit walks. So if you pay people like a livable wage to do this sport, which, you know, like look at this weekend, like it's just been there's no reason why anyone should be any medalist should be working a second job to do this like 
you just pulled off one of the greatest things ever, you know, and not a lot of people get a spot on this team and not, not a lot of people get a chance to, to medal. So I, I feel as though, you know, people, sh we should be compensated very well. Um, but I understand like, it's not, you know, the landscaping of track and field is not the same. Like we don't run the hundred, we don't run the 200. So I, I understand that. So I know I'm not going to be paid as much as hundred meter runners and, you know, distance runners aren't going to be paid as much as, you know, 400 runners. Like it just all depends, but I just feel as though no one should be this, this sport is hard enough. And if you're not in it mentally, like you might as well just stop because it'll eat you alive. And I don't think anyone should have to think about their finances when, you know, you're trying to perform at your highest level. And I think I was, I was talking to one of my agents and I think he, he was telling me there was a study where, you know, they had a bunch of people like in a house and everything was paid for food, any, everything they needed, like finances weren't a problem and they performed significantly better than people who weren't, you know, in that situation, in that controlled environment where you didn't have to worry about where you're going to live, paying rent, buying food, all that type of stuff. All you just focused on was just training and that was it. So I feel like having, I feel like a lot of us think like, all right, like how much am I going to get paid from this event or um, what's the payout? Like, it's just, the question's always there and you always think about it, but yeah, I just feel like if you eliminate that, like it'll just boost performances. Money pressure is a real deal for everybody, right? That's, that's, that's why they fought to get a minimum wage for, for people to come through that. Uh, can you go out there and make any more money the rest of the year or has this got you shut down? How bad is oh, it? I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I got to get an MRI done and I got to get PRP in the tendon itself. So that doesn't yes, sound yeah, good. it's pretty bad. So when I was an athlete, the thing that would I would always do when it was like, it's time to focus now, like it's end of the season, you're talking about getting dialed in, not having any other distractions. When I, for me, it was like when I started making smoothies every single day, it was oh, like, wow. well, now it's game time. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, that like for some reason, like you know, I would always eat healthy, but when I was making a smoothie every single day, do you guys have something that it's like, that's w when you're turned on and like it's game time that you start to do? Trevor was smiling, so I'm curious what's going through <laughs> yeah, his Trevor, head. Trevor, what, what do you have? Stop gaming I mean, so late. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't really have anything like that. I, on meet days, like, I like to scroll social media a lot just because it takes... <laughs> what about on non-meet days? It takes my mind off. I mean, yeah, nothing really changes. And it's funny because I had someone message me the day of the semifinal, and they're like, while you're on social media, you need to focus. Yeah, you told me that, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't respond until after the race, and I sent a very respectful, very strongly worded message to be like, hey, this is what I do. <laughs> Let me be. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty consistent routine guy. I don't really have anything that where I'm like, okay, now I'm locked in or anything. I can't really think of much. Right. Do you have like a race day? I deleted thing? Twitter and Instagram before Bef my final. So I did not. You didn't throw away the keys though, did you? I didn't throw away the keys, <laughs> but I, I just can see it. Like people were just... I mean, I, it was more good than anything this time around, but like I had people, like I had this one guy. He, he said, "You should just read your DMs says, for us." Like I hate seeing place. you happy right now. You should be mad AF, not posting anything and thinking about how you going f shit up <laughs> the next in the next year and be the greatest 400 hurdler out there, my guy. Respectfully, though. <laughs> it's kind of a like, fan now. At, like, at least he ended with respect. You don't. Though. You how do you start with that and then say respectfully? Like, how are you gonna control? No control my happiness. Like, it's, it's like, just like it's it's like literally insane. And I have this one guy. He's like always like on my Instagram. That they're reading. Now. And he like literally posted Carson's bio on my under my comments. Posted Dos Santos's bio under my comments and goes. You're still the second place king. You suck. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like seriously. Like it's it's like literally bad. And I was just like, like what did I do? Like, <laughs> and then he goes, World 2019 
World 2019, Olympics 2021, World 2022, different podium, but the same guy at the second place. King Ben, king of second place. Benjamin. He's French. See, that's His English that, isn't that good. But we're not going to go there. Why do, people let yeah. why do you let those people in your pocket? Well, did you laugh at that sort of thing that now? Happens. Like, you, I mean, like I laugh at it now, and like I called him a bum, <laughs> <laughs> and I told him that I live in his head rent free. So, I mean, I got real estate there. So if anyone wants to buy, let me know. <laughs> we but, buying um, land? Yeah, we buying land. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. So I have a place to stay in 2024 in his head. <laughs> so, but I told myself if I ever if I go to France and and I and I see him and he's with a girl, I'm taking her. <laughs> yeah. She's coming back with me. Respectfully. 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 This episode of the Sidious Mag Podcast is also presented by Hydro, a state-of-the-art rowing machine designed to transform the way you work out. Named Best Connected Rower in the Men's Health Home Gym Awards, rowing on the Hydro works out 86% of major muscle groups compared to only the 44% from cycling. That's twice the benefit in half the time. It's a perfect low-impact workout to add to your training cycle for both endurance and resistance training. I've actually seen some of the top professional marathoners using Hydro as a way to swap out their easy mile days to work up a little 20-minute sweat row. You can use a 10-minute breath row as a warm-up or cool-down before a big workout, or tackle one of the workouts on the Hydro. I know one of the things with at-home workouts is that you spend a bunch of time trying to figure out what class goes with what, Hydro provides the best full body workout. You don't have to figure out what classes to pair together. It's so much work because you're getting upper body, lower body, and core all in a single workout. Hydro's workouts are filmed live outdoors on waterways around the world from Boston to Seattle to Miami to London. Plus, one membership comes with unlimited profiles for the whole family. So you'll have access to live and on-demand workouts including rowing, Pilates, yoga, strength, conditioning, and more. With Hydro, you're guaranteed to get an incredible workout and experience a full body endorphin high. It's the Hydro High. Learn more at Hydro.com. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com. And for a limited time, you can use code Sidious100 for $100 off the rower, and that's stackable with any of their current offerings. Visit Hydro.com and use Sidious100 back to the show we go what are your relationships like yeah. with those other guys you know with warholm and allison is it a I think, friendly thing is it a rivalry i think it's like i think it's, it's it's like we have respect for each other i mean i understand that we're competing and you know things kind of you know sometimes like someone to say something in the media like i for me like 2021 like some things were said and i was just like dude like really like i thought we were cool but we are and we are cool it just turns out that you know you say certain things and then some people like twist it and that was that and then i was getting like a lot of like slack for my shoes and i was just like everyone's wearing their shoes like it's not me like the shoes aren't making me run fast people are wearing their shoes and running slow so i'm telling you it's not the shoes and literally like i still haven't gotten my shoes back by the way the ones from Tokyo? From Tokyo. Still haven't gotten them back. Yeah. Wow. Where it's are been, they? <clears throat> no, where they like, takes them, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's in, I think it's in Switzerland, but they're supposed to be sending them to me uh, via DHL. So we'll Isn't see. Isn't that kind of like a, a compliment? You know, he's a Puma athlete. You're yeah. a Nike athlete. If he's like. But like they, they made, like they, he, he like they made us, him a spike. So like, I mean, essentially it was like, okay, it doesn't have the bubbles in it, but if you have a carbon fiber plate in your shoe, like it essentially does the same thing, you know, like you're not, that energy is being returned to you the same way the bubble is returning the energy to you. And like, given that, like I said, like it's either you're fast or you're slow and that's it. Like the shoes aren't really making you significantly faster. Maybe it's way more efficient, but I mean, it's like stuff like that that I had to deal with. But at the same time, like when we sit and we talk, like we're all very cool like it's nothing but respect and i understand and i think it's just like the media plays it, plays it up to be something that it's not i'll say this dos santos he's a character like that kid <laughs> I saw him like, dancing yeah. With legend. yeah he's uh, he's a character so i'm like real happy i'm happy for him i'm happy for everyone i mean i felt bad about carson obviously because like you hate to see it and like i'm not the type of person to 
like I, I just wouldn't want to win when like, you know, and everyone's not a hundred percent because But you weren't a hundred percent. Yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent, but at the same time it's like you you want to be a hundred percent, you want to be in a fast race and you wanna win in a fast race. And I feel like the gratification and the satisfaction is there with that. But I mean like yeah. It's it's tough to see. So I've seen your F one tweets every now and then and you just talking right now about like that's what I would do. F one, right? yes. We'd just be in cars As, or no, 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 no. <laughs> if I was pr- if I was president, I would we would have an F one series, a hundred percent. So I was gonna ask, sort of yeah. like you, you talking openly about like the spikes, like Puma did their thing, Nike did their thing. The, that's technically the car in this analogy, and then yeah. you you guys are the drivers in that. And you know those are, they talk very openly about the makes and the different things between the two things on on the F1 broadcast where you don't really kind of see that in in track and field aside from just like the broadcast that's a separate thing the the, the Netflix series that yeah. captivated a lot of people made yeah. me into a fan you know it just follows and show, showcases the athlete personality for the both of you I guess what would the last twelve months of a documentary series have shown us especially you I guess would we have started in when you got home from Tokyo. Yeah, so I got home. Walking to Delhi. Yeah, so wait, 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 wait. No, before that, I was back in L.A. And, I mean, it was just like, uh, like I, I had just gotten back. And it's weird when you get back from the Olympics. Like, the come down is just like, it's crazy. It's like depressing. Because mm. I remember walking through the airport and it was just like, okay. Like, it's, it was almost like as if you didn't do anything. And you weren't sitting in a room for two weeks and like you're up here and you come back and it's just like everything's like normal and i feel like that was very hard to like to grasp because you go to an event where it's like the pinnacle of your sport and a lot of people i mean people want to win olympic medals like and you do it and it's just like okay like i've done it what next now like i got in gold in the four by four silver in my individual event like like what now and then i went on a bender for seven <laughs> days yes this is <laughs> what we, this is what we need to hear the cameras need to see that where did we go i went on a bender for seven days in la in la so Denny's? a couple of my boys ah nah denny's i wish <laughs> wild duck <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah i was on a bender for like seven days um with some of my friends it was just straight tequila, man. Did you like, start and say we're going seven days? Yeah, I did. did yeah, it just I keep literally, I literally like literally went out like every single day for a week, like just went to bars. It'll be a few beers, <laughs> then we'll get a few shots in, and then on to the next, on to the next, on to the next, and then I went back to New York. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, do you know that guy that was in the Olympics? And I was like, yeah, I know him. <laughs> Trust me, I know him. And, uh, but yeah, we went on a bender for like seven days. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been on a two-day bender here too. Oh, here, nice. Yeah, we didn't get the invite yet. But it wasn't a bi-coastal <laughs> yeah. bender. When you went to New York, you slowed it down. Yeah, yeah, I definitely slowed it down. Okay. Definitely slowed it down. This but yeah, a, I was gonna ask this later, but we can do this now. Yeah, so knock it out. New York versus L.A. New York guy. Two different places. All right, so I want to I want to compare some aspects, and you have to tell me the difference or what's better. All right, go ahead. All right, we'll start. Better night out. Better to go out in New York or better to go out in L.A.? Damn. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I, would, I would say I would say it's better to go out in L.A. Yeah, it's better to go out in L.A. What about? Especially now. The celebs? The celebs. I mean, the girls are just different. That was going to be part like, two. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, now, I might yeah. get you in trouble here, right? But I was going to ask, LA girls and New York girls, very different. New York girls. New York girls. Yeah. Why That's New York it. girls over LA? Because they're like, you know, they're, they don't take bullshit. <laughs> LA they're girls are not like superficial. Chasers. You know, like it's like, yeah, you don't get the whole like clout chasing. Yep. Yeah, and LA is just like a different place, man. I hate like, LA. It's just like, <laughs> no, like I'm it's like it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal sometimes. I'm just like, yo, I can't believe, like, like wow, like <laughs> this is just insane. So yeah, Trevor, would you make it in New York or LA? I've, so fun fact, I've never been to New York. You I've get more meets there. <laughs> Trevor, I know. Yeah, we get yeah, we, get, we yeah. get a meet there. I might pull up, but would I make it in either? 
not a chance. I'm not a I'm not a city person. I can go <laughs> Straight to the, I, Ohio, baby. Ohio. I can go to the big city for one day. I live <laughs> like my home. Went. My and by that he means Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's Columbus. Like yeah. Yeah. like my home home. We're like 15 minutes, 15 20 minutes from like a Walmart. So like I like being like I like being out in the sticks. Not uh, me. <laughs> I want to see people. Yeah, better food. New York. Yeah. Yeah. What like. Is it just top to bottom or just like yeah, top to bottom, carbone, like carbone. Yeah, easy. <laughs> like that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> boom, carbone, boom. Can you get a reservation easily or what? Yeah, I can. Who do you know? I mean, my car my concierge on my on my credit card. What credit card? Ooh. I have a I have a JP Morgan like reserve <gasps> card. So yeah. <laughs> what, what numbers? The numbers <laughs> are <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Skip a six. Get to seven. All right, take running out of the equation. Better weather. Do you like the winter at all? Oh, no, definitely. I like the fact that I troll my friends. So when it's like February and January and it's 75 degrees outside and you have to shovel snow to get to your car, you're going to see the 75 on my story. (laughs) Like, seriously. But, I mean, yeah, L.A., all 100%. So yesterday we got, or was it two days ago? Whenever it was, we got the chance to sit down with Trevor. We talked a little bit about uh, his wedding planning. Has he informed you? That you- yeah, I, that too. I was surprised. I was like, dude, is that the secret sauce? Like, do I need to be engaged or something? Because, <laughs> you know, Trevor engaged, doing well. I mean, who else is married? D-Rob's engaged. D-Rob's engaged. Um Sydney and just got yeah, married. Yeah, Sydney, good. yeah. D-Rob got engaged, won USA's, ran super fast. Sydney's married. She's breaking more records. So I'm sensing a trend here. So <laughs> D-Rob got engaged like a week or two after I did. It was suspiciously close, I will hey, say wow. that. Because wow. I, I remember seeing you. Yeah. Him, I'm, yeah. And then, yeah, Tar and Hunter engaged yeah. as well, too. Like, a lot of people are, like, you know, shacking up, man. So I might have to <laughs> hop on that. It's wave. like no distraction, right? Yeah. New, New York girl, though, right? We'll see. Or that French woman that he hasn't met yet. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. There's an element of like in distance running. I don't know if it's the same as sprinters. It's like whenever your marital status changes, that's like a bit like if you break up with a girl, like your next couple races go really well. It goes well. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. You've had that? Some yeah. You got to time it. It's part of the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I should test this. I know she's, I know, <laughs> no. I, I know she's probably watching this. I, I don't think not. I should test it. You should not. I, 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 I agree with that because I remember in 2019, I, like, was, well, we weren't, like, official, but, you know, like, I was, like, had a thing for this girl, like, hard on crush, and she just <laughs> curbed me. And I was, like, dang, Tough. broken about it. Uh-huh. Like, literally, like. I was Somebody I was broke. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, it's, she's not track. Um, <laughs> broken up about it and went to Mount Sac. Michael Norman runs 43-45. I run 44-1. <laughs> yeah. Following week, I run 47-5, 47-1 at pre. So, it, yeah, the breakups, yeah, yeah it, it helps. All of a sudden, it's like it you helps. were playing with, you were swinging a bat with a donut right, on it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And now you're swinging a metal bat. <laughs> yeah, I uh, said this about the the the, the Sydney's wedding pictures. Yeah, have you seen those? Yeah, those. I said were I would have married either one of those man. Yeah, that that was beautiful. Yeah, like, you can pick one. I'll take yeah. the other, and I'm totally fine. And you know what I really liked? I liked the detail. Like I, I think her husband uh, Andre, he had like his 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 name and like engraved on the cufflinks of his of his um his shirt. And I thought that was like pretty cool, but it was it was a it was yeah it was beautiful. I Those was like, damn, looking people. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. follow up. I I have an important question, <laughs> and I I know that there's definitely some people watching. Track girls or no track girls? Would you rather date someone in the sport or outside it? It depends. Because <laughs> there's kind of a perk to have someone who like doesn't care at all. Yeah, I I I, I honestly I, at this point like I would I would date. I definitely date a track girl because, like, she understands, like, you know, like. What about field? Field. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pole vault? Uh-huh. 100%. That's 50% of the Come athletes. Come on. Come on. 
pole vault yeah exactly pole vault's where it's at yeah and the, the bender might be getting extended right yeah now. honestly yeah i was at the wild duck the other night Is that, was like, that was yeah it was crazy man have so, you been there before? That like, was my first time. I was gonna say after NCAA's so at, or something. That's not a nah. Like, like we didn't we didn't really go out. We were we didn't really go out in college. Like we were just really like gun ho like on, we like this is the straight line. Walk it and like things will work out. And we did that. So we didn't really go out much in college to be honest after track meets. But my first time was like two days ago. It's, it's, I was at I was at Pepe's Pepe and Gianni's with yeah. with Craig. Angles, oh, the go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right away, so, that's a bad start. Yeah. If you're under the age of 21, you, we're going to need you to log off of YouTube listen, right now. Just, just mute it. Or just mute it. You're fine. His name is Craig a Angles from Different Angles. <laughs> yeah. If you saw his uh, his new track gen uh, photo shoot. But, um, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, so we were at, we go, so we get to the Wild Duck, and everyone's just like, King Ben, King. Oh. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, I guess the owner, like, he brings out, like, a bottle of champagne for me. And then I get a tray of, like, 15 shots. Like, he was like, what do you want? And I was like, tequila. He was like, what kind? I said, Casamigos. Mm -hmm. And I look in the in the corner, and I see Shelby. Like, I was like, wait, Shelby's here? So we go outside, and I'm just, like, handing out shots. Like, <laughs> you have a shot you have a shot and this, at this like point Oprah. like i'm like drunk at this point like literally like falling off the earth drunk at this point gave a speech like what did you say in the speech i can't even remember <laughs> like seriously i really can't remember like gave gave shelby a shot we got the shot they hit the button the sparks went flying and then all of a sudden like i'm inside like taking pictures like talking to people and whatnot and my champagne was done, but I didn't really care. We have but a couple extra bottles right here. <laughs> hey, you guys want to let's go. go. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. But, yeah, I was like, it was it was insane. Like, I literally couldn't, like, I didn't know what was going on around me. Like, I was that. I woke up the next morning still drunk. <laughs> like, that's how drunk I was. Yeah. You know that you How'd made you someone's night. Who took care of you getting your back then? Um, someone called me an Uber. Okay. Good. Um. I'm not going to disclose the name, but <laughs> I got called an Uber and I just made it. You know, like when you're so drunk, like you just hear like every breath you take. <laughs> like I was in the back of the Uber, like, and I was like, yo, honestly, if this dude wanted to kill me, like by all means, dude, like I was just like so out of it. Like it was crazy. I think my favorite part from the wild duck always in Eugene uh, is running home. Is sometimes my move and like. I swear I'm faster. Really? So you're 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 one of those. Yeah, like yeah, I, you're a running drunk. Like, yeah, 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 no, not I like me. wait for the Uber, or we can take five minutes and we'll be home. Yeah. Um, Did you want to know what Trevor was doing the entire time while you were on your first night at the Wild Duck? Did he tell you? He's probably giving his wife. <laughs> his soon-to-be wife a lovely massage. Yeah. <laughs> he was sneaking back into Hayward. Really. <laughs> I, also, lo I lost my phone. Oh, oh, right. D-Rob had it. No, <laughs> we no, were supposed, <laughs> supposed to have it. So who had your phone? Nobody was sitting on a chair in between the call room and like the World Athletics med tent. Oh, wow. He, what time I, did you get out of the stadium? Like after like drug testing or when I, when I got my phone? When you got your phone? It was like 1145. <laughs> Damn. Oh, in all fairness, that night I did go to bed. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, the night after the yeah, race? No, yeah, the night of the race, like I, I went to bed. I was like, I'm going to sleep. Not <laughs> like literally sore ice nothing i just ice. literally was just like I, it took me a while to fall asleep though because i was like still amped up but i went to bed i had mcdonald's that night like <laughs> what was the order it was it was a the new crispy chicken sandwich that they had are you sponsored by McDonald's? i'm not i don't they gotta get on you yeah they should they should mcdonald's if you're watching this <laughs> please <laughs> you know but we first we had Denny's, now we got McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna, we're yeah, getting all right there. But yeah, I had McDonald's and I was like, yeah, I'm going to sleep, man. That's kind of the perk. And like, obviously, you're upset that your hamstring hurts and yeah. everything. But the perk is, you know, the four by four is kind of how we finish things out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm actually very sad about that. Like, deep down, I'm actually very sad about that because the past two years now, like, I've anchored it and like, it's like special to me. And, it was it was special to do it here because I felt like we had an opportunity to probably like, you know, do something really special on the four by four. And given that it was Michael and I were the last people to run on the whole old Hayward. 
um, that oh, wow. night. Yeah, yeah. They when we broke the collegiate right record after. and they knocked it down right <laughs> after. So it would have been nice to come back and like get on a relay with him and, you know, do something special there and win at home. Like, it would I know it just, it would have been insane. It would have been nuts. So it kind of like, I kind of bummed out about it a little bit. But I mean, I'm not going to put Team USA in a position where they're not going to do well. And I just wouldn't be able to live with myself off of the fact that like, yeah, I'm just on the relay just to be on the relay. Like if I can't give a, a great leg, like I'm not going to do it. I mean, what I did was just, I mean, that was like individual and I can live with that. But like if I like cost these guys a gold medal or a silver or a bronze, like I'm, well, they're not going to do that. They're going to win gold. But if I cost these guys a medal, like I just would feel so bad. So I like, but, and my leg also hurts a lot. So yeah. <laughs> should we put him on? Uh-huh, I think. Are we allowed to know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we'll get shut down real quick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Nothing's yeah. changed. Like I haven't heard anything since yeah. yesterday. So yeah. No comment. Neither have we, right? Nobody's called you guys. To, not on air. You're, you're not. Uh, on air. I heard. I heard. I heard. They're thinking about bringing you on for a DMR. Yeah, for the yeah. 800 leg. <laughs> we got to bring the DMR back. <laughs> uh, so you were saying that they were chanting King Ben. Yeah. Where? What's the origin of the nickname? So, it came from like I was probably in high school. I was was it my freshman year of high school? It was my Instagram handle. My Instagram handle was your boy Rye, and. <laughs> I was like, "How did you spell boy?" B O I. <laughs> I knew like, the answer. Yeah. I was just it out there. <laughs> yeah. So it was that, and then I was like, ah, "I don't really like this." So I changed it to King Ben, because I was just like, "Why not?" Day. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm having a good day. Like, I feel like the king, and it just stuck, and like, like it just kept. I just kept it the last couple of years, and like, it just, it just that was just it and i was like yeah everyone just calls me king but a lot of people think my name is ben too by the way <laughs> like i meet some people and they're like oh hey ben and i was like i'm like <laughs> i'm not ben <laughs> my name is rye <laughs> with an i no j that i get that too but yeah a lot of people think my name is ben because my instagram handle is king ben they don't see that i have my name my full name spelt out in my bio rye benjamin so yeah they got it right on the back of the medal, right? They sure did. Actually, I don't even know. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they Trevor said it's the first thing you look for. On the, on the engraving? Yeah. yeah, first. The second I got the medal, I flipped it over and looked to make sure. Was it on there? No, I mean, like, at the medal ceremony. Like, once oh. they engraved it. Dang, my medal's already dented. <laughs> oh, dropped it a couple times. Such yeah. bad luck. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this, yeah, this is like, compared light. to Tokyo, like, the Tokyo medals, oh, my gosh. If I throw that thing at you, you're going to get a concussion. Like, where, those things are heavy. Where do you keep these? I don't I, I don't see any of my medals. So, Nike, when you sign with Nike, they give you a box. Um, it's like a, a me- for you to hold your medals. And I put them all in there, and it's, like, in a corner somewhere in my house. And I don't see any of my medals. So, I just forget about them. You just know you're going to get medals. So, they give you an empty box, and they say, fill yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's Yeah, cool. so I put my flag. I don't even know what my flag is. I hope it's in my bag. I put my flags and my medals in that box, and I never look at them ever again. So, I, yeah. I haven't seen my medals from Doha in probably like a year and a half. I, uh, I saw, put the yeah, when I, when, I, when I put them in, I don't like... It's like a time capsule. I, yeah, yeah, I just don't open it. Like, I don't even think about it. Like, sometimes I forget, like, I have a medal from the Olympics. I saw that you posted a picture with Phil Knight. Yeah. He asked you for a picture. No. <laughs> Can you billionaires don't ask people for pictures? <laughs> but uh, no, like I. So it's funny because I have Phil Knight's number. Like he te- yeah yeah it's crazy. Did he text that's, you? That's yeah, so he he texted me after Tokyo, and it was like the nicest message ever, and you know just saying like how proud he was, and it was just like dang like I just got a text message from Phil Knight like that's crazy, and I remember he texted me, um, Shannon Sharp DM'd me. That's cool. He's funny. Um, he told me to go win, but obviously I didn't. So, Unc, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, we were at the Gordon yesterday because uh, I was at the panel, uh, the women's panel for um, Nike, just listening to Sonya. Um, Anna was there, Anna Cockerell, and um, uh, the the uh, 
Jojit Taylor was there, Yes, right? yes, yeah. yes. With her nice Richard Mill on. It was very nice. The Richard Mill. <laughs> that was on her wrist. Um, so, yeah, like, he, he came after, and uh, we were in the lobby, and I was just like, they were just like, hey, like, you want a picture? And I was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know, Phil's just rolling out. And he was just like, no, nah, I get a picture. And like, he was like, yeah, sure. So I took a picture with him. But yeah. But yeah, he he, re- he remembered me and he said congrats. Um, you know, he was really excited that I was excited for him as well, too. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything. <laughs> so you're, you're a man of the people, USA, USA, and at the duck. But Trevor said that, that he was amazed when you recognized who he was. And Courtney Waitman was here yesterday, and we said, is there anybody that's that recognized you that you were shocked? And she said, and Rye Benjamin came up. Like, you're invested in this whole team. Yeah. No, I'm like, man, I might be team captain next year, to be honest. <laughs> I might nominate myself. But, um, no, I am inve- I am very much invested in the team. And, like, it's weird because I get here. Because you see these people all year, and, like, you guys don't really, like, we don't really interact with each other that much. I remember – Olympic trials, like, I remember Trevor talking to me, and I was just like, dude, like, shut up. <laughs> like, seriously. It's fair. Like, it was, because he was just like, he was like, oh, I didn't even know you can hurdle with your left leg. And I was just like, yeah, dude, like, I'm a hurdler. <laughs> but and, but it was just the the fact that we were at Olympic trials. Well, I didn't say shut up in my head. I didn't say, I was just like, yeah, of course I can hurdle my left leg. But it was just like, <laughs> you're at Olympic trials, and it's like so much pressure, and no one Worse talk- than the, Yeah, it's, right? it is- Olympic going to trials is so much harder than running at the championships because like it's like yo like this could be it like you can't make the like if you fall like you don't make the team you step on the line you don't make the team and it's just so much pressure and no one really talks to each other and it's just cool that after all that get gets done like we're all like hey what's up like <laughs> you want to go play dominoes you want you want to play Madden like Team USA like they held it down too our our hotel is like sweet nice. we got ps5s xbox ones like it's it's crazy but um yeah i'm like super invested in the team and like i said in my interviews i was like when i get here like i'm like more about team less about self so like for me like yesterday was like huge like when arian noah and kenny like swept it i was just like i was over the moon and especially for arian because like i've been messing with him all week like telling him like dude like you're he's he i don't think he oh well, i maybe he does know it but this kid is just it's crazy to see like what he could do so young and i was like you have a golden opportunity dude and like you may not like recognize it now but dude rack up as much medals as you can between now and like he's going to be like 20 i think at the next olympics like think about that that was crazy and we have yeah what what was your biggest concern when you were 18 his is about how do i win a global medal at 18 18 i was trying to find a lanyard to hang my keys on. 18 my concern was not to drop out of ucla (laughs) like seriously (laughs) that was my my first quarter i remember i took uh i was i'm poli sci and i took my first uh midterm for my major and i remember walking back to my dorm and i was like yo i'm gonna go to juco like this is like i made a mistake like this that test was so hard and i was like i'm not cut out for this now you're a politician i know right (laughs) crazy how far we've come i'm like walking back to my room sulking and i'm just like dude like i'm gonna flunk out at ucla like this like i heard it was hard and like i had gone to summer session and i'd done really well but now i get into my major and it's just like this is like like what I studied for was, and I studied, was not on the test. And I was like, shit, like I'm like, end up getting like an 85. And I was like, dang, okay, did very well. But that's what, that's what, that's what I was concerned about at 18. I was like, just don't flunk out of UCLA your first quarter. So you're, you're one of those guys that you're like, oh, I just bombed that test. Yes. Got, like, got yeah. like an 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So final question from from me here is, uh, you know, these the two of you are like this buddy cop movie that everyone wants to see just kind of tour the world from here on out. Trevor's kind of in the mix zone said like he believes he's in that, you know, we, we talked all about a big three all season between you, 
Karsten and Dos Santos, and, yeah. and now he's part of the big four. He's put himself in that conversation. Is this, you know, are you planning to, to you know, next year, you know, bring Trevor, you know, Trevor and you guys going, because the two of you push each other and get the best out of each Honestly, other. Honestly, I'd be down to train with Trevor, but Trevor has. Is that an open invite right now? No, yeah, open invite. Uh, I'll be honest about it. I would, LA would yeah. kill him though. Yeah, you'd hate you would, <laughs> you'd, 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 you'd <laughs> hate LA. a little bit. But, but Trevor also has, a, like, you making a decision for two people and a dog and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so like, dog. yeah. So like, it's yeah. I mean, it'll be great to like get some sessions in because like obviously like I don't know. We just like really clicked this week and it was well last week, last two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it it'll be great. I mean to have a 400 hurdle training partner and you can come and join me and Mike. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun in all honesty. <laughs> training with Michael. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got, I'm not going to do that to him. He hates, <laughs> he hates, he hates that. He hates that so much. Just coach Carol can get away with that. She only coach Carol can get away okay. with that. Yeah. At that point, you guys are going to yeah. need your own YouTube channel. Cause yeah. everyone's hey, going to want to see that. Stuff. Uh, it was, that's why we need the drive to survive because like, yeah. it'll be you know, like, just think about all the person that like, a lot of people don't know Fred, but Fred is hilarious. Like, and he doesn't give, he doesn't say much, but like, I guarantee you, like, if you put a camera and a mic on Fred and Vernon and... <laughs> he had Vernon on, it was a Yeah, it was like, like Marvin, those dudes yeah. and Marvin and Cherry, like, like, honestly, like, it would be so entertaining. I mean, we have like so many characters, like, like, can you just imagine like going through this season, following Shakari? following the Jamaicans, having the buildup, and then coming here, you know, following, you know, Melissa and, and Aaliyah and TT, and, like, just having, like, those, you know, because you know how they, like, they split between the drivers and everyone has their own, like, little yeah. segment episode. Like, that'll, that would have been crazy. That would have been great. And especially what we saw with Arian and, and Noah. I mean, they're cool, but, like, having that that little like bout on the on the on camera was like oh like everyone was talking about it like so could you imagine like having like a a, a like having prior to that documented and after that documented like that'd be so cool like honestly it it'd be so and people will watch because like me yeah I'm, you don't have I'm to all. yeah like yeah. we want to play have, the like, analytics yeah. good yeah it is it is good it is good i mean it's good tension i mean like they, like you know it's all love with everyone back at the hotel so i mean yeah don't believe everything you see on social media <laughs> it's not real all right did Ryan, we get a Trevor. signature yet <laughs> oh yeah we need you guys to sign this oh, Trevor, we got you. Trevor's yeah, in there remember yeah. 4739 yeah silver right. one is that right 4739 47 covered up i just had it yeah it's just right up here. here you got plenty of room here wherever you want it i'm interested to see the signatures we've been comparing and voting can you imagine if you had to keep track of two cell phones, what I your know, life would be I like? I know. If I had to keep track of if I gave D-Rob two phones. Oh, he oh, put the time yes. yes. <laughs> That's good. I like it. 4617. All, All right. right. Thank Ryan, you so Trevor, much. thank you so much for popping by. No problem. No problem. That does it for another episode of the Sidious Mag podcast. We'll bring you another interview from our Sidious Mag live show soon. Thanks again for listening and supporting all of our work during the World Athletics Championships. We're eager to keep the momentum going and share more stories around the athletes and people that make this sport the best. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to contribute to the show, back us on Patreon.org or send over any tip or one-time donation to Sidious Mag on Venmo. You're all the best. Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Chavez. See you next time.